Okay. Yeah, but no, yeah. All right. Yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> today we are going to talk about what triggers us, about pet peeves. Yes. Let's start it off with a very simple, open-ended question. What are some of your pet peeves? Mm, me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Who, else? <laughs> Who else am I? What the hell? Yeah. Do we have a third person Hi. in this room? That's uh, ready. No, no. Don't say sorry. Yeah. I think I hate yes, people. No, I think I know. I hate people who can't will listen. Okay. Yeah. Like we mentioned before, like we talked about before how some people they're not um listening. They're just waiting to talk and like older I get I kinda I can kinda tell a difference and it's quite surprising how most of the adults nowadays they can't will listen. Mm. It's quite I think back in the time I thought it's quite a normal thing, you know, it's just like manner with bad that you listen to people when people talk. Mm. But I realized like it's it's quite weird among people. Mm. It's not like a skill everyone has it. Yeah. Yeah. Where people normally just listen to respond. They As probably in, don't mm, even listen. They're just uh, waiting to talk. Like for example, when you're talking, I'm right. not really listening. I'm just like planning what I'm gonna say in uh, my head. So you're just waiting for to me talk. to finish. Yeah. yeah, waiting for you to finish. That mm. I wasn't really listening. I think it's quite common okay. among people. Yeah. Right. Like for example, like I've already said point one, mm. and whatever response you're giving, mm. I'm just waiting to say my point two mm-hmm. instead of like giving any acknowledgement or validation mm. or even any response. Um. Or my opinion towards your response. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Okay. But anyhow, what I was trying to say, like something like that. And of course, that makes you feel very uh, neglected, right? Like, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't feel the connection. Like, how, how do you feel connected to someone who doesn't listen? Yeah. I would not say listening is an underrated um, sort of like skill. Because mm. everyone knows listening is vital. Yeah, everyone but no knows one that listening really, is yeah. At the same time, I feel like people think, oh, yeah, of course, it's common sense. But no one actually doing it. No one okay. is actively doing it. I mean, people, not no one. I mean, to be fair. Yeah, like, yeah. like Some. as in like, it's surprisingly, mm. it's more than you thought. Like people yep. who can't like, I guess we all kind of see a better version of ourselves. And yeah, of course I can listen. But some of the situation you realize that, oh shit, like I'm the one who's just waiting to talk. I wasn't mm. really paying attention to this person. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention like listening is one thing. Active listening yeah. is another skill in itself. Yeah. It's a whole new ballgame. To share on my end, uh, one pet peeve of mine, one pet peeves, one of the pet peeves. <laughs> I, I'm just going to spend like one minute correcting myself. <laughs> just like pet peeve, pet peeve. Just like talking. But anyhow, um, it's people who do not say what they mean. So essentially, I feel Ouch. like, yeah, like <laughs> one of my life mantras is to say what you mean and mean what you say. Like being honest? just Yes. Or communicating, which is that if you want something, you communicate that you want it. You do not expect the other person to sort of like find out or investigate that you want a certain something. Mm. Right? Or nor you give like any passive or passive aggressive or mm. sort of like going or beating around the bush. Mm. about what you really want for example i don't know i'm I'm just gonna give a very uh common example which is like if you want to hang out with your friends and your friends are asking you like do you have any preference and you're like oh yeah whatever is fine but you're not really okay whatever Mm. you're just afraid that your preference would shake the harmony of the group Mm. or sort of like destabilize you know the plan of the day but the thing is that, are you okay with it? Like, are you forcing yourself to accept something? Of course, a balance is required everywhere. But what I'm trying to say is that I'm leaning more towards 
meaning what you say and saying what you mean. Mm. Yeah. But of course, like I don't think that's uh everyone's communication style as well. Where not everyone is like, no man, I don't want that. You know, like because yeah. it, it can be it very can, confrontational. Yeah, it can kind of come out as being rude, especially mm. in some cultures. Okay. Or like it really depends on the person to you. Like for example, if you're talking to someone mm. who has similar. Um, communication style at yours, and maybe it would work. But someone who's quite, you know, mm. uh, I'm not gonna say sensitive, but more like keep it to themselves. They probably find quite hard to communicate in that way. If mm. let's say they're just asking you something, and you'd be like, no, no, like they mm. would take it quite personally. Yeah. Well, I guess one tip, you know, when it comes to let's just say food, because I think everyone can resonate with that. Like, oh, yeah, what to eat yeah. tonight and stuff like that. Or especially making decisions in a group. Mm. I think what's important is to state what you don't want. I think that's a very good place to start. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, like, whenever I decide what I want to eat with my friends, I typically start, I'm like, okay, I don't want this and that, specifically. Then it can kind of link back to saying no, mm. which is not a skill that everyone has. Like, just saying no, like, oh, I want this, I want this. Like, yeah. I, I guess it's easier to say I want this, but mm. sometimes it's quite Con- difficult like, confrontational to yes. say I don't want this as in mm. like you, the person would be scared like oh what if if Potential I say conflicts. no I'm gonna upset the person yep. so yeah it's I think it's kind of a bit different from my mind it's just like listening in general but yours is so like they're, they're like different layers mm. under that just like don't assume and communicate and then like there's more like oh like mm. you you be able to say no mm. so it's quite a lot to be fair which I can completely understand some people take no personally. Mm. They accept no as like, for example, if someone suggested, um, hey, you want to go to Macca's? As, you know, like a suggestion. For example, I'm like, ah, oh, nah, I'm not feeling fast food. I mean, I wouldn't blame them if they were to tie their performance with their suggestions. Mm. Which is like, oh man, I just gave a bad suggestion. Or I just gave a suggestion which was yeah, not yeah. Um, effective. Or mm. I wouldn't say effective, it was not accurate. Like he doesn't want it. Oh man, like, Okay, your turn then or something like that. But I think in the end, they, when it comes to making decisions, it's, you know, it's a collaborative project. <laughs> it's a collaborative decision. But I mean, of course, me saying all of that, I just want to put a disclaimer. It's not like I'm going around telling people, yo, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. Mm. It's still a work in progress. I still find it really hard to say no. Mm. Really, really hard. Like if, for example, someone suggested something, I'm just like, oh, I don't really want it. But if everyone agreed to it, it's really difficult, especially in a group setting, mm. to just go against the entire group. Like, oh, guys, you know, like, can we maybe change it to, you know, somewhere else? And it's yeah. not easy. But of course, I just want to put a reminder that me talking about food is just an example. I'm not talking about food specifically. Yeah. I'm talking about the decision-making um, process. I imagine it could be more difficult if it's not about food. Let's say, like, a friendship or relationship, like, a more serious mm. conversation, then it would be so hard to... Future like, direction. It's not just being honest. There's so many things. So many underneath. layers. Right? Yeah, so yeah. many things that you have to consider and balance out and yeah, take into yeah. the equation. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. That's why listening is important. Ah. Yeah, because <laughs> I think listening is, oh, it's the foundation. Yeah. It's the core of a conversation, mm. of communication. Like if you don't listen, it's essentially a one-way street communication, mm. which is not even a communication at that point. It's probably just like a lecture or something. Mm. Right? I think it's quite sad. Not presentation. Oh, I won't say sad, like surprising. Like mm. somehow I always thought um 
I always thought like communication is kind of like a compulsory a basic skill everyone should have. Mm. But background context, I'm kind of like working in healthcare for you. Yeah. So uh, we have kind of like classes, units on like basically active listening. Oh. And when we study that, is mm. for me, I was a bit surprised. Like, oh, isn't it just common sense? It's not really like my course specific, like related. It's nothing to do with like any medical knowledge. It's just like listening. So I just felt like, oh. I feel like everyone should learn this. It's not something mm. like, oh, I'm a nurse, so I should do this. Like, no, like a human being in general, like we all should learn that. And I think it kind of surprised me how it's not common among people mm. that we have to like, okay, let's do a course to learn this. Yeah. Yeah. I think listening and especially active listening is not something that we're all, it's not something that we all develop when we grow up. Mm. It's not part of any academic curriculum, mm. especially in Asia, mm. you know, when I mean, I'm not too sure, I can't really generalize, but from my understanding, from my personal experience, as well as the people around me, the social circle that I have, a mm. small one, everyone, we are not really direct with our communication, especially when it comes to being at home with our parents. Mm, yeah, yeah. We don't go around telling our parents like, no, yo, no, man, like, I don't want that. You know? <laughs> imagine <laughs> like, saying no. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> Whoop your ass. <laughs> but I guess the reason why I sort of like brought up that as my pet peeve is because of the fact that um, my family, to disclose a little bit, we dine out every night, almost mm, mm. like six out of seven days, mm. perhaps, right? We eat out a lot. And I think, you know, that's the reason why I kind of am averse to eating out. Like it's just way too much. It's mm. just like overexposure at this point. Anyhow, going back to the point, we always find it really difficult to make a decision on where to eat. Mm. And here's the tricky part. Everyone would say they want anything but when I were to suggest something... They were like, no. Yeah, because mm-hmm. me, I love Western food back then. Mm. And when I say Western food, it was the Asian fusion Western mm. food, which is like chicken chop, chicken Maryland. Mm. I'm not sure if that is common here. I don't think so, because here is more like chicken parma, mm. um, pork chop perhaps, or schnitzel, whatever it is. With the Asian Western food that we have, like I absolutely love that. And just to give you context, that was what got me obese. Back then, I started eating it when I was eight years old. I think that was my oh. first my first taste of Western food. And I'm like, what? The entire plate of food is just meat and chips and just, that's it. Just sauce. Yeah, like what? This is this is the dream. This is the dream, mom. Like, <laughs> I hated rice when I was young, just so you know. Wow. Um, to give you uh, an example of what, to the extent of what I did when I hated rice, I used to pretend to puke when I eat rice. Wow, that yep, bad. That bad. But that was like before seven years old. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I was Kids. probably a very stupid young boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, like So basically what I do with the rice is that my mom always gives me rice for dinner because Asian family. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I would eat the rice, but I'll try not to chew. Then I would try to swallow it. Then when I swallow it, wow. I would like choke a little bit. You hate and that I'll, much. Yeah, I'll pretend to like... Ugh. And then my mom like, okay, you know, I just don't eat anymore. Wow. It's crazy, man. Smart though. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful I'm alive. <laughs> but yeah, eight years old was essentially when my entire life just changed. I was like, what? Western food? Just the whole like massive piece of chicken thigh or whatever, which I can't empathize right now. Uh, disclaimer, I don't... I can't recall the last time I ate chicken. Last year? Not that long, to be honest. One year ago? One plus year. One and a half years? I don't know. It <laughs> doesn't really matter. We are, I'm going really off topic. What are we talking about again? <laughs> um, com- communication? 
pet peeves. Yes, ah, my, my, yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> we can't really um, make a decision on the food that we eat. And it has always been very inefficient. Like we probably spend a solid 15 to 20 minutes mm. each day. Mm. Imagine each day just to go through the loop of saying anything. But when I suggest Western food, you can very visibly see my dad's face, facial expression, mm. active listening. This is where he plays in. Mm. He's just like very evidently unhappy. Because ah. my dad is a very traditional Asian man. It. Yeah. They expect you to like, oh, like, yes. kind of read the room like, oh, exactly. does he like it? Does he not like exactly. it? Exactly. Exactly. And it's so inefficient. So I have to suggest Western food because I want it. Yeah. And they were like, anything. So cool. You said anything. Western food, it is then. Chicken <laughs> chop for everyone. But my dad would probably be a bit unhappy about it. But he doesn't mm -hmm. verbalize it. He doesn't vocalize it. It's just through his face. I guess that's where I started learning and developing my active listening skill. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, okay, clearly. Active listening as in the other person is not willing to communicate. That's why you really have to put in effort to you. Yeah, yeah. I have to work on their behalf. Yeah. I have, oh, to work, yeah. I have to work on his part of his communication. Yeah, it's actually quite sad. I feel it's quite common among um, Asian kids. Probably, yeah. yeah. I would, I'd say that, yeah. yeah. And it's oh, it's it's annoying. I'll just say that. It's just like, why are you making me work for you, man? Mm. Mm. Right? First of all, I'm a child. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyhow, um, so it's just like reading the room and I'll be like, oh, yeah, or whatever. Because my dad is a very traditional Asian man. Mm. If he doesn't eat rice or noodle for dinner, that's not dinner. Oh. He can legit eat the entire like plate of chicken chop or whatever, or garlic, or whatever it is. Like, we can order plates. Like, it just doesn't feel right if there's no rice. Yeah, he'll yeah, just be yeah. like, okay, I haven't had dinner. I'm like, ah. dude. Like, <laughs> and okay, at some point, like, you know, I love bread. I'm obsessed with bread. Yeah, yeah. At times, for pre-dinner, I'll have bread. I, I crave bread for so much. I'm like, okay, we're going to have dinner, but I really crave for bread. So I'm just going to make myself two to four slices of bread right now. The norm is more like four to six slices. It's not even that bad. Okay. Serving. Hey, I feel guilty, all right? It's just okay, like okay, okay, okay. the overload of carbs. <laughs> By the way, carbs is not the enemy. Um, do some research. Like, we don't really need to... Anyhow, um, this is not medical advice or nutritional advice. <laughs> don't hold my word for it. Yes, do your, your, dad, do your, your own dad, research. Your my dad, yes. After consuming, like, how many slices of bread or buns, you know, like bread top kind of buns, mm. or back in Malaysia, it was a bread history. So, you know, you have those, like, pork floss bun, mm. um, taro bun, whatever it is, sausage bun and stuff like that. I'll have, like, a few because yeah. I really like them. And I'll be so full for dinner where I just want, like, maybe, like, three quarter of my portion or uh, half. Uh. But my dad can never empathize. He'll be like, what? You didn't even eat anything? I'm like, no, I had like two uh, to three buns. Because to him, it wasn't like proper meal. Yeah, no, it's not even like proper it's meal. It's just like snack. It's not even counted. Like you basically ate nothing. Mm, mm, mm. Like I can have five buns and he'll be like, no, it's just bun. It's not rice or noodle. I'm like, I consume calories, but <laughs> I guess, yeah, that, that's how you learn to communicate with people as well. Like, yeah. people who don't really listen. It's actually quite sad how, like we mentioned before, one of the things that I truly believe that, oh, that sounds so sad, people only learn through pain mm. like, or suffering. It's like, you kind of, like, kind of need something to, I wouldn't say trigger, to mm. make you, like, oh, I'm going to learn this. Mm. I feel like probably in my case and your case, because our parents weren't really listening. Mm. They weren't open to communicate. So we were kind of like forced to yeah. learn active listening, mm. I guess. Yeah, it's like... It's actually quite sad. It's sort of like our way of 
coping. Yeah. Right? It's it's like what no, it's basically our way of surviving. Yeah. We have to yeah, learn that yeah. to survive in the environment the that we're in. Because the adults they didn't learn how to communicate, so they put some the adults. Some yes, mm. of course yes. <laughs> Generalization, no good. <laughs> so they kind of put the responsibility responsibility on the kids. Oh, painful. Yeah. painful. So sometimes like unfair. I'm, Sometimes I kind of feel like that when I look at people who so bad at listening, I kind of look at them and be like, oh, probably good for you, you know, probably mm-hmm. your whole life, like everyone listen to you. So you never try to listen to people. You're just the one talking yep. the whole time. If you could take one thing from this podcast episode is if you're not ready to have kids, don't have kids. <laughs> Don't have kids if you're not ready, you know? Yeah. They're not they're not a pet. <laughs> Please. I mean, even if you're thinking of adopting a pet, don't adopt a pet if you're not ready. Yeah. Right? Don't take it as like a solution to fix your life. Yeah. When your life is problematic in the first place. Yeah. Like that's the worst time to get a pet. Mm. It's because your your life is problematic, you're gonna get a cat, a dog to fix it. Come on, man. Mm. Like, think. <laughs> So sad. Think. How we, were actually, we were literally talking about pets and communication, then we link it back to an Asian parent. Like, so sad. It's always like <laughs> culture defines us. Yeah. Okay, if there is one thing, one advice that you can give regarding communication before we wrap up this podcast, what would it be? This um, podcast episode, we're not wrapping up. This is not the finale, guys, to say. I think think about the other person when you want to be listened. Like, mm. think about the the person who's listening wants to be listened to. Hmm. I think that's... People kind of overlook most of the time. Like, I had a conversation with this one person before. Like, it was so frustrating that I had to stop this person. Be like, oi, like, do you realize that you never listen? And hmm. the person be like, no, I listen. Then I kind of explained to him the whole idea how you were just waiting to talk because it really showed that you never listen. And then he replied with, oh, but I have to jump in. I have to interrupt you. Otherwise, I'm going to forget what I was thinking. Like, I had an idea. Like, I mm. really have to say it now. Then, so I was like, but you're interrupting things that other people say. Yeah, other people's idea. Yeah, it's actually quite sad that how the person thinks like, no, I have to tell mm. people what I, I was thinking. Like, yeah. me, 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 you know. So, like, he never realized how, like, how it would, Come out as being rude like mm. imagine you're the person talking and you got interrupted you feel like oh so mm. you don't see me as important that things mm. i'm saying not important you can just jump in and interrupt me so mm. yeah like think about it it's quite embarrassing that mm. you're like in your mid-20s as an adult you have like someone stop you to be like oh you never listen yeah <laughs> so yeah please learn how to listen mm. and i guess like in order for them to start learning how to listen as well if you want to like dig a bit deeper or to find the root cause of mm, it which mm. is that what they really value mm. so from what you mentioned it really sounds like i mean this is my assumption purely my assumption mm. it sounds like they value their opinion more than anyone yeah, else's exactly, opinion which yeah. is that i value um expressing my opinion i value putting my opinion Over out there yours. yeah i don't want to lose my opinion so yeah, i'm just gonna cut yeah. you off and risk losing your train of thought yeah rather than me losing mine because hey that's that's what i think it's important yeah mm. And if there is one thing that I can uh, sort of like provide as a takeaway for this episode, like you mentioned as well, very similar, which is put yourself in the other person's shoes. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing is Empathy. think about if you're okay, if, sorry, if you're okay if someone else did it to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to cut the person off halfway, are you okay if someone else cut you off halfway? Yeah, How would you feel? Yeah. Check yourself. Always like self-check, 
self-reflect. Empathy. Yeah, and yeah. always call yourself out. Or just try that. Just, yeah, just yeah. try calling yourself out on everything that you do. Mm. And if you think that you can justify the things that you do, go ahead. But at the same time, yeah, I think it's really important to, once again, check yourself. And openly communicate. Yeah, okay. and openly communicate. And just, you know, learn to not take things personally because yeah, sometimes people can't read mine. yeah and sometimes people are not just out there to attack you i mean some people are <laughs> and that's why you don't have them in your social circle so yeah with that um 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 <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening everyone uh this is aaron and casey low high trips episode 10 plus i'm not sure number what <laughs> um and i just want to wish everyone have a safe and lovely week or weekend whenever this is released typically on a weekend <laughs> but yes Stay safe, stay high, stay low, stay hydrated. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.